Hey listeners, and welcome to episode one of Snow White Minute. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And I'm Kestra Dorowski. And this is the podcast where we go minute by minute through Disney films. We are currently in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And this is minute one. Minute one begins with Walt Disney's name appearing on the screen and ends as the art directors and background people are credited for the film. It it just says backgrounds. So yeah. there's no, like, I don't, I assume it's background artists. I assume so too. But it I just... suppose it could include painters if they are distinguishing a line drawing from a painting. Right. Know. But not everyone is credited. Yeah. It, it's a surprisingly short list of credits compared to what we are used to. We are, we are discussing in case you aren't ready for this. We're discussing Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the 19, 19- 37 slash 38 uh, film from Walt Disney Productions. He didn't have a studio at that time. And things were a little different. For starters, uh, the credits come first. As far as all the movies by minutes go, I think this is one of the earliest ones that's getting discussed. Um, It started all with Star Wars Minute. Uh, There's a lot of, of other ones since then. And this might be the earliest film uh, on the list. I'd have to check the movies by minutes list on the website, but I think this may be the earliest one. There might be others that have uh, front loaded credits. Right. I, I think it's the earliest one too. It does have the front loaded credits and it's, the credits are quite short. It doesn't include like all the painters and inkers. Yeah. It's about, five, no, it's not even, it's like three or four cards of credits. Um. Yes. About. Yeah. So it's, really short by comparison to today's standards they didn't have the same standards for who got credit um who required credit the guilds weren't necessarily on in the place like they are now i don't know if there even are animation guilds i will look that up (laughs) to find out if if there's guilds for for animators like there are for screen actors guilds or or writers or directors but early on in films the front loaded credits was the thing. It didn't really change until the seventies with star Wars, which I think is a fun fact because of star Wars minute being the first movies by minute podcast. So seeing these front loaded credits and having to talk about the credits at the beginning of the film is interesting because I'm used to listening to the movies by minutes and hearing, you know, a few weeks of minutes at the end, at the end. And it's not even like nowadays the, if you were to do movie by minute, with the credits at the very end, mm-hmm. it could be like t- a couple weeks, but this yeah. is only going to be two days. Two days. <laughs> yeah. It drops off real fast. These credits are done. So we get Walt Disney's name. It's not even the classic logo. There's no castle. It's not Walt's signature. It's a, a lot more like the short films, the, the silly symphonies and things like that. Um, the kind of textured background that the words come up on. So I'm familiar seeing Walt's name like this from some of those shorts that my family had on VHS uh, when I was younger. And it's weird <laughs> to watch a Disney film that doesn't open with the, with the castle. I'm used to the, the nineties video release blue. Uh, I call it like blinds, the unfolding blinds castle, which is my favorite. That's I like the modern one. But the blue classic one is is my classic, and I guess you'd call that the Renaissance logo, right? It's it. I mean, it does have its reason for not having a, a studio logo and the castle logo 
because this is the first ever full-length animated feature. Yeah, and there was no Disney studio. He had a production company, yeah. not a studio at this time, right? Mm-hmm. It says a Walt Disney feature production. What was the company that actually put this one out, the studio? that It was R- RKC Radio or something like that? Distributed by RKO Radio Pictures Incorporated. So they would be kind of what you'd call the studio yeah. for, for this one. And then we get into some of the names. Um, well, first it, it then says uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and then Adapted. What's the what's the title card itself look like? Is that also on like the red textured? I think so. I can I can check. I can I can scrub back to But it's just the it's the title card. It says Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Dwarfs is spelled D W A R F S. Yes. So I'm going to try very, very carefully to say dwarfs and not dwarves this entire time. Dwarves was originally made, the D-W-A-R-V-E-S, was originally made the most popular plural spelling by J.R.R. Tolkien in The Lord of the Rings, actually. Was it Lord of the Rings or in The Hobbit? Because The Hobbit was released around the same time Lord of the Rings would be like 14 years later. The Hobbit was released uh, the same year that Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was in 1937, but in September. So they had already been almost fully produced, the whole film, at that time. But the... What I read was that it was the Lord of the Rings that made it popular. The Hobbit probably helped with that. But at the time, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs with the D-W-A-R-F spelling was the most popular. And I pulled up the title card. It's on like a gold textury background. And it does have kind of an illuminated script on the S and the W. But it's not what I would typically think of for... A Disney title card, but also now that I think about it, I don't know if the most recent ones necessarily always do, but if they do, they're kind of in the scene. Like with Tangled, I'm thinking of she's walking and her hair is dragging across the floor and it comes up Tangled. Right. Does Frozen have one? Or Moana? Frozen does, but that's in the snowflake sequence. There's like a snowflake falling. Oh, that's right. Um, Moana... mm, I mean, we've only seen it twice, so... Yeah, but it could have it as, like, a like a, a dark print on the papers that they have as wallpapers kind of thing. Right, but they're part of, like, the actual film. Like, they're in the... Like, they have the background of the film rather Ooh. than having, like, an actual card. Tangled, like, I would say, would be the most that's inside the film. The mm-hmm. other two are a little closer to this opening musical um, overture kind of moment that you get with Snow White, which is what this opening bit sounds like. It's a classic overture sequence at the beginning of a movie. Mm-hmm. With a little bit of coral that comes in after the instruments. There's a little bit. Was of there coral? coral? Just I'm... a little bit. It's more of like an awe kind of Okay. Scene. You are going to be much more sensitive to music stuff because of your background. Yes. What names do we see come up on the... Or take us through the title cards. So we have Walt's name, we have Snow White, and the Seven Dwarfs. And then the third title card would be the one that has, like, the words adapted from Grimm's fairy tales. It's the copyright page. It's the copyright page, yes. Then the fourth title card is, it's Walt's... um, Dedication. Dedication, I guess you would call it. Or acknowledgments. Acknowledgments, kind of, yeah. It's it's a nice little phrase. It's... 
it it talks about his appreciation for his animators and and employers and everyone because he was very proud of them <laughs> yeah like, for sticking with him through all this it was tough to make this film and it and... costs a lot much a lot more than he expected did it how much longer did it take than they expected because this was a four-year production right i think he was planning on having it released 20 or 2016 uh 1936 i think okay so not a lot longer a bit longer but like that's not an unreasonable delay in today's standards you know like movies get delayed that long it might have been 1935 but it was somewhere between like the end of 1935 beginning of 1936 but again that still happens today like those kinds of delays are i'm not gonna say typical but like you see them each year there's movies that get delayed or had been delayed right but with snow white and the seven dwarfs walt disney productions were working till like the very last minute Right. One of the special features, which we watched, like all, we watched all the special features we could get on it, talked about um, there was a sequence that they had to refilm that might not have been in the early release. It might not have made it until like the wide release mm-hmm. because it was due like a week ahead of like it, the, the memo was written like a week before the final release and the amount of time it takes to like get that memo processed and to get the shots redone. It might not have been there for the for the premiere. Yeah, so the premiere was December 21st, 1937, and then the world release was February 4th, 1938. Right. So just a couple months difference. Enough time to get the hype up, though, because people thought this was going to be, like, the worst. They labeled it Walt Disney's flop. They thought his... Uh, folly? Or, yeah, his folly, and they thought it was going to flop the whole... The whole... Uh, like, he, they thought his whole production his whole team mm-hmm. was going to just go down the drain after this, even after all this success with Mickey Mouse and the silly symphonies. Right. So what, what had the production company been doing up until this point? Uh, just Mickey Mouse and the silly symphonies kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. how long would those run at the most like 10 minutes? Probably about 10 minutes, usually a little less. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, the average was between six and eight minutes. I think, but I'm not sure entirely. And they were pretty much just straight comedy, mm-hmm. basically slapstick comedy. Yeah. And a lot of them didn't like involve a lot of talking and they usually only involved animals or things that were easily animated, like skeletons and um, some things like that. But you mean like anthropomorphized animals. Right. A lot of yeah. the time. Yeah. They weren't doing like squirrels. But then again, like, like would Chippendale have been invented by then? I don't think so so mickey minnie donald and goofy daisy daisy i don't know when she came in to the picture okay i mean the original game was mickey minnie who premiered in this and pete who premiered in the steamboat willie Mm -hmm. and then they introduced goofy donald and then i think pluto is the last one introduced when did clarabelle get in clarabelle's the cow that isn't really brought up more and the modern days. Yes. Clarabelle, I think there's a character in Steamboat Willie that could be classified as Clarabelle Cow. Okay. But not necessarily. Right. Got it. And then they decide to do a full length people, people 
animated thing when they had not done anything right. like that. And Except one attempt at animating people that did not work. That weird foresty fairy thing. Mm -hmm. what's, what's that one? I don't remember what it's called, but they're, they're, they're fairies and creatures and there's like dancing like, trees. Yeah. Dancing. They're like nymphs, I guess you would The say. dancing tree, I think is probably the most iconic thing from that. Like you've seen that around that, right. that image has made it in the fairy. Not so much because it's they a, move a little so, rubbery. Yeah. Like there's no real limbs and movement to the limbs there, which that's what the animators would have been used to with. Right. Mickey and the gang is, you know, these, I think they call it rubber hose limbs where it can like bend anywhere, out, bend in any direction, which is a style and it works. I mean, the silly symphonies were a success. Everyone loved them. Mm -hmm. They did not think that this was going to work for Snow White and the rubber. What would you call that? The rub rubber hose, rubber hose limbs and stuff wouldn't work well for Snow White, like the humans. It just yeah. wouldn't make it. Or the story that they wanted to tell. Because this is, I mean, like, it's a dramatic story. There's supposed to be com comical features in it. And there it, definitely it, are. Like, but there, are, there are silly symphony-esque sequences, but it's which the, we'll get to. But it's the Grimm's fairy tales, which... Like, this is... Is a lot more drastic than a comical feature. Yeah, it's... Like, there's moments that are really intense. And the realism is there from... At the beginning, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. So <laughs> we're still in the in the credits. Mm -hmm. What else? It, do we have anything else on the credits for this minute? So after Walt's uh, acknowledgments, there's the title card five, which has the supervising directors and the directing team. Mm -hmm. uh, and then after that, it has another title card with the story adaptation and the character developers and the music. So that would be like designers of the characters. Like they did the sketches that became the dwarfs and Snow White and things like that. Like Joe Grant, who I did, I think did the Queen, but might have been Snow White. I can't remember. There's too many uh, animators with each. Even without the full list of yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, the, the two main uh, animators that I caught from that list that I, I've heard of before, or yeah um would be albert herder and joe grant and i they I, out of the two of them one of them did snow white and one of them did the queen i believe i might be wrong about that but i'm pretty sure that's how it is okay and, and go ahead then it moves on to the last title card we see in this mm -hmm. okay which is the art directors in the background do you want to save them for tomorrow's minute or should we go ahead and hit them today uh, we can hit them tomorrow. Okay. We'll save them for tomorrow. So that'll wrap up our first episode of Snow White Minute. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs Minute, if, <laughs> if you want. Uh, we will hopefully get a website up and running soon. But we're getting a jump on these recordings so that we can get them out on time. And if you want to support us, because we want to do more of this. And the key to that is getting support. Please give us a rating or a review on whatever podcast app or subscription service you're using. And also uh, I am part of the protagonist podcast and you can check out protagonistpodcast.com or check them out on whatever podcast app you're using. Thanks for listening. <laughs>